Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah and I'm here with Kim Woods and we are going to talk about the importance of knowing yourself. And if you have had a toxic or controlling parent or partner or school teacher or friend or whoever, sometimes we can start to become who they want us to be or who they need us to be in this moment. And we can completely lose touch with who we are. But if we don't know who we are, how are we supposed to build a business or build a relationship or build our self-esteem? And that is what Kim Woods helps people do. Kim, hello. How are you? I am so good, Sarah. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. And Kim and I know each other from um, some business stuff. So she's one of the people who it's like, oh, yeah, I kind of know her in real life. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I love it. No, but in the Zoom room, I was looking at you and I'm like, I need to know her better. We're definitely going to do some things together. So here we are. And, And here we are. So tell people what you do. Yeah. So basically what I do is I combine intuition with strategy to help you live a life that is based on your own purpose, your own power, your own prosperity signatures, so that you're not living someone else's life. You're living your own life. Mm -hmm. And what if there was someone here who was listening and that felt terrifying, right? They, They had been who everyone else wanted or needed them to be for years and years. How do you start to even begin to take that first step? That, you know, the fact that they're listening to your podcast is already the first step, right? Because they're, they're here, they're, they're recognizing that there's something not quite right, but they might not know what that is, but something's starting to chafe in their business. I mean, excuse me, in their, in their life. Right. And it could be from a business or it could be from life. Right. And, and, and it just doesn't fit anymore. So they're, they're a little bit frustrated. They don't know why, and they're starting to seek. And they found you or they found me or they found someone else that is talking about things that are that are basically making their ears perk up and making their hearts sing a little bit. And they're leaning in and they're taking this time to listen and to receive. So they've already started. Taking the time to listen and receive. There are like three pieces of that that I want to break down. So there is a taking the time, right? There is the people who have figured themselves out or are in the process or practice of figuring themselves out have done it on purpose, exactly. right? They've taken that time. Is that what you've seen? A hundred percent. So, so here's anybody can watch a reel and have fun and, you know, look at something, a piece of content online or read a headline. But when somebody's listening to a podcast and they're actually taking the time to lean in and they've seen your title, right? They know exactly why they're here. They're recognizing that there's some toxicity from a relationship perspective in their life. And they're wondering, they might be wondering why they might be wondering what their role is in it. They might be wondering how to, how to, you know, change it. But they're wondering, and that's the first piece. They're they're wondering, and that sense of wonder, asking questions, being curious, that's leading to them knowing themselves better and them discovering things about themselves that may be uncomfortable to see, but are necessary because the chafing is getting to be too loud or too uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And when you know yourself, what does that look like? What do people who you've seen know themselves? How, how do they interact in the world differently? 
so differently because when you know yourself, you know what you're willing to do. You know what you're not willing to do. You know what your energy is like. You know how you, you know how to build it. You know when you get depleted. You know who you like to be with. You like you know what you like to do. You you know how you you're satisfied and happy and joyful. You also know your purpose. You know your sense of being in the world. You know your sense of belonging in the world. There's so much there's so much self awareness that that you can answer these questions of all the things that I just brought up and you can do it with assuredness. You can do it with certainty. You can, you can do it with calm and peace and you're taking steps in your life when you interact with others that are taking like responsibility for your own actions, but not responsibility for someone else's actions. We could put a pin in that for a minute, but then the other part of it is you recognize how you want to respond versus react. That's what I'm always saying to people. Like, how are you going to take that step back and say, something's going on here. What do I want to do? What am I willing to do? And what am I not willing to do? And then taking the step from there. That's knowing yourself. And that is such a crucial piece to being toxic person proof. Yeah. Because if I, I feel like I know myself pretty well, you know, and when I notice someone's trying to knock me off base, if I notice they're trying to make me feel a little bit smaller, or if I notice someone's trying to get me to doubt myself, not in a healthy build you up constructive criticism way, but in a, hey, trust me instead of yourself unhealthy way. If you know yourself really well, you're going to know if somebody's doing that to you. Exactly. The, the noticing, you said it, it's the, it, you have the ability to have that equanimity, like that step back to be observant. Because here's the thing, when you know yourself, you don't have that tape running in your head all the time. I, should I talk now? Should I not talk now? What should I say? How am I going to say it? What is that person thinking? Am I presenting myself? Well, that there's no tape. You're just in the room. You're just in the room. You and I are engaging this conversation. I have no other tape going on in my head other than, gee, I wonder what Sarah's going to say next. I'm so glad you said that because I hear about that tape and I was like, oh, I forgot about that tape, you know, and it's like, I I want to honestly say, I don't have that tape either. And I believe from what I know about you, Kim, that you don't have that tape. And I, you know, talking about putting a pin in it, that is an important thing to say is there is life without that tape. And that tape sounds terrible when you don't have it. Yeah. So, so the thing, well, the thing is, think about, think about if you did have a tape running through your head, it would be, how am I going to show up today? What, what exciting conversation am I going to have with this person? What's next? What else is possible? I wonder what's going to unfold. It's that wondering, and it puts you in a place of being able to be observant and be objective. And so that you're not constantly, yeah, you're not constantly reflecting externally, you're reflecting internally, you're coming from an internal space. What, what am I willing to do? What am, what am, what are my needs? What are my desires? And it, here's the deal. We've been all maybe preconditioned to, oh, everybody else's needs and expectations are way more important than your own. No, that's just a big, no capital letters, exclamation point. Absolutely not. There's something really beautiful about you stepping into your life and into your world based on your own desires. And based on your own passions and your needs and your own and your own internal compass, that's what we're meant to be here for. That's where we're meant to come like out into the world as and think of the role model that you are for your children and for your spouse or partner and and for your um, clients or your teammates or your neighbors or your you know fellow parents, right? Like your friends, your family. All of a sudden people lean in and say like, I'm a little fascinated. You and I noticed each other in the Zoom room because we were both a little bit fascinated. Like, I uh-huh. really, 
he's all about. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, oh, I've got to get out of the podcast. Um, and I want to say in regards to what you're saying, it cannot be my life's purpose to help everyone else become more selfish. I can't like, right. you know, yep. when we say, I don't matter, my needs, I'm the, I'm, I, I'm the most different person on the planet because I'm the one person on the planet whose needs, desires, uh, they don't matter. Like, it's like, what? That doesn't even make sense. Right, right. I know. And, th- and I'm going to say something really weird here. But when you think about it for a moment, you'll realize that it's actually selfish for you to be that way, because then you have an expectation of other people needing to fill you. Someone else needs to make me feel happy. Someone else is going to make me feel better. Someone else is going to make me feel worthy. Someone else is going to make me feel loved. No, 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 no. It's actually more selfish to think that because they're not here for you. They're here for themselves. So if we all operated under our own compass and our own desires and our own needs, then we can meet together on a whole different playing field and have a beautiful whatever. And a whole different playing field. I want to emphasize that word whole. Like you are whole. I am whole. I'm coming here to experience you and get to know you. And I don't, I'm not expecting you to fill any H-O-L-E-S holes in me. Right. Um, And that's just the real difference I see in people who know themselves. And I, I remember when I was first dating my husband, he said something like, oh yeah, something about it's my job to make you happy. And I said, what? It's not your job to make me happy. And he had been in several unhealthy relationships. I was like, whoa, this girl's different. And I was like, that's, that's not your job. Right. Even, even it's interesting because even with as parents for our children, you know, their trajectory to adulthood, right? Like they're, they're going to be, you know, under their own power and their own steam at some point. Right. And so if we keep like setting the expectation that it's our job as parents to make them happy, to make them fulfilled, to make them whatever, that's not healthy either allowing them to figure out what does make them happy and what makes them satisfied and what fulfills them and giving them the space to do that. Ah, there we have it. Right. Mm, I agree completely. And there's such a mental health crisis with young people now um, that we're unsure exactly of where it came from. Is it social media? Is it helicopter parenting? Is it screen time is a society. We're not a hundred percent sure, but something is not going well. Like the suicide rate for teens, the mental health. I talked to someone recently at a private Christian school. Okay. So this is not public school. This is not inner city. This is not, I mean, this is like one of the most sheltered environments you could put your children in. And she said, they're all drugged out. All the kids are, you know, having mental health crisis and I'm not, this is not a conversation about medicine and kids that you should get kids to help you, you know, get your kids the help they need. I just want to point out that something is off. Right. And I see a lot of parents and a lot of pressure as a parent to make my kids happy all the time. Yeah, and I think it's a com- it's a combination of a lot of things, Sarah. And it started in the seventies when they were, became two working parents, and we decided that scheduling our children was a really good idea. <laughs> that over scheduling right, our children, right? Was really like, good. I'm sorry, that's what I yes, because it was like we needed some place for them to go because we were both working and what have you, right? So, so it was born 
out of necessity and it was born out of something that was pure, right? Like, okay, we, we need two incomes and this is, and this is where we, we are as a society. And yet it became a competitive sport on how many activities each child is doing. Right. So let bottom line, everybody is you need space. You need space just to be. You need space mm-hmm. to chill. You need space to breathe and to take a walk and to and to let the day go and to be back in touch with yourself and see what it is that that you want to do with the rest of that day or the rest of that week and really start asking yourself questions that are reflective. What do I want? What do I need? You know, who do I want to spend time with? What types of things do I like to do? You start really finding the answers to those questions and your life becomes happier and calmer and more fulfilling. And then, oh, by the way, that ripples out into your world and it just becomes um, something that you're just lifting other people up without even meaning to. And Kim, a lot of the things you said, we talked about parenting, but I know a lot of the people listening are interested in dating and finding a new relationship. And I want to bring back exactly what you just said. If you want to hit the little rewind on the, on the podcast thing, I highly suggest it. And then think about that in the context of finding a business partner, a life partner, a best friend, a hundred percent. Yeah. Think about that. So, so a lot of people, when they come into my container, they're, they're, they're going through transformation. They're going through growth and that does shift relationship in your life. Right. So think about, you can't, at least in my mind, you can't shift your relationship with yourself and not have that affect the relationships in your life. And there are times when you look and you say, gee, the, my criteria for dating or for, or for, you know, committing in a partnership or relationship is different. And by the way, if you're in a continued partnership, it's also different. I say to my husband of almost 25 years, I'm changing the rules right now. We're going through growth. I've just discovered this and now it's affecting, you know, how we're interacting in this way. Let's have a conversation about it. Let's see where we're, where we're going to, how we're going to be dealing with this or what we're going to be doing to support this. I love, 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 love that. Uh, When I talk about toxic relationships. I talk about people playing by a different set of rules and how dangerous that is. Mm -hmm. So I love the honesty and integrity of, hey, the rules are changing a bit and they're going to, if you're in a long-term relationship, there's no way you're going to be the same person at 30 as you are at 50. We hope. hope. (laughs) We hope. Um, And, and really too, when I talk to people about dating, they're all, they're kind of like, well, you know, I want someone who's this tall or I want someone who has this job or I want someone who likes hiking. And I remember a friend I had and she said, oh, this couple's perfect for each other. They drink the same type of beer. And I was like, what? What? Yeah. Like, no wonder things are going so badly within the relationship space. Cause I see a lot of people terrified of learning themselves mm-hmm. and hoping someone else comes in and learns them and likes them. But I'm right. like, but you don't, you don't know and like yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So that's, that's, and we can get into my, you know, the quiz about knowing, liking and trusting yourself. Cause that's, that's my whole brand. And that's my methodology for helping you like uncover the gifts of you. And whether that's in relationship in your life or parenting or business, it, it's good for all seasons. And, and yeah, because there's a whole, there's another two podcast um, segments here. We could have Sarah, where we do the liking yourself and the trusting yourself, but it starts with knowing yourself. And it starts mm-hmm. with giving yourself permission to know yourself. 
right? Like, like it's okay to take some time and some space for you to discover, rediscover yourself, no matter how old you are, no matter how busy you are, no matter what's going on in your life, because that's just going to make your life much richer. And I'm going to say something controversial because you said it's okay. And my first thought was like, I don't want people, I want in whatever integrity space I can do it in, I want people to see it as a must, not okay. a maybe. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if it's like, if I'm at the end of my rope all the time, I'm going to go off on my kids. I'm going to make bad right. business decisions. I'm going to, you know, so in my own life, I see it as a must, not a maybe. I, I, I totally agree with you. I, I mean, and again, it's, it's at the core of all the work that I do. You know, you don't come into my container without discovering a whole lot about you um, because it's, you're you, it's your life. How do you want to live it? How do you want to lead it? And, and you should be asking yourself that every single day, every single day, and then see what comes up for you about, you know, people that present themselves to you or opportunities that come or supports that come. And when you're in that yes space, And you're in that, hmm, what, how can I make my life better? You know, what else is possible? What makes me happy? What do I, what do I desire? Those are all different questions than what are we going to have for dinner? You know, what time do I have to be where? How am I going to get everything done? Why am I so busy? Those aren't the questions. Ask the really important questions of yourself. And even if you don't get the answers, the asking is actually generating the initiation of the being able to receive the answers. I heard a quote one time about the Jewish faith and it said in so many religions and places of spirituality, it's about having the answers, but in the Jewish faith, it was about asking the questions and it changed my life. Like that statement changed my life. And it's so aligned to what you're saying right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, for me, the, the older I get and the more I quote unquote, know, the more questions I have. And that's when you look at somebody who's, who's, you know, aging and, and, you know, past middle age and into their elderly years, think about the people that you're attracted to. You're attracted to people that are still have that sense of wonder, that still have curiosity, Mm -hmm. that are still interested. Why? Because they ask questions. The questions are far more important than the answers. I love it. Okay. Kim, I know you have a place people can take a quiz where you ask a lot of questions. Will you tell people about that? Absolutely. And it's named knowyourlifequiz.com because this is 12 questions all about you and how you know yourself and like yourself and trust yourself, but you come up with an archetype. And we're both intuitive visionaries, which means we are have that sense of wonder and we love asking those questions and we love the possibilities that there are in life. But there are five other archetypes and you'll find out your archetype, you'll find out your strengths, you'll find out some good questions to ask, and you'll get tips. You'll get tips for business if that's your vibe. If If not, then you'll get tips for your intentions for the year. You'll get tips about love. I can't remember. I'm not remembering all the things that you get, but you receive just bundles of goodies when you're in the container of the quiz. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it is a quiz I have personally done and it is, it's very well done. So I encourage you guys, where can they find that quiz? It's at knowyourlifequiz.com knowyourlifequiz.com. And we can absolutely put that in the show notes and we'll definitely be hearing more from Kim. Um, Anywhere else you want them to find you or follow you? Absolutely. So kimwoods.com is my website and all the things are there, but you can, if you like Insta, it's Kim Woods channel. If you like Facebook, it's Kim Woods channel. If you like LinkedIn, it's Kim E. Woods. And we're, you know, across all the platforms. And I say, we have a team of eight intuitive leaders with me and we are doing 
tons of things, asking provocative questions, helping you lean into yourself, helping you take back your power. This is our work and we love to do it. I love it. So Kim, if you got to broadcast yourself to one minute, to the entire world for one minute, what would you say? I would say that you are the most special, precious gift and you are magnificent and you are brilliant and really allowing yourself to step into you to live and lead the life that you're meant to live is what you want to be doing today and every day. Awesome. Thank you. Please check out Kim Woods and Kim, you'll have to come back. (laughs) We'll have to do more. Thank you so much for helping us today to become a little more toxic person proof. Have you ever heard anything on the Toxic Person Proof podcast or read anything in my book, Becoming Toxic Person Proof, and thought, oh my gosh, I just wish I had known this 10 years ago or 20 years ago, or I wish my daughter knew this. Well, if so, a way that you can help other women and other people on their journey to becoming toxic person proof and save them from the pain that you endured, the confusion you endured, is leaving a review. You don't have to use your real name. You can just go to reviews, hit those stars, hit a message, uh, go to Amazon, write, or go to Goodreads, write a review about toxic person proof, wherever you find yourself in the world and it is so helpful to other women to know this is information they can trust not just more information about narcissism but but tips tricks tools to help them move forward to build an amazing life after a toxic relationship thank you so much for those of you who've already written a review it's paying it forward helping the next woman uh, as she sorts through information like okay this is what I need this is what I need so thank you so much for those of you who have left a review and if you haven't this is your chance so give me some stars and help other women on their journey to becoming toxic person proof Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, Finding Love and Success After a Toxic Relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live. There's tons of support. And most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.